What do you get when a powerhouse band like Reclaim the Day teams up with the insanely talented Zana? No, this is not a riddle. You get a track that sounds like this. It's entitled Chokehold. Check this out.
Wow, what a video. And look who I've got with me this evening. I got the entire Reclaim the Day crew. And hey, we've got Jermaine weighing in. He says, what's Bro. up? Miss you, dude. We are missing one person today, but he's with us in spirit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is so good to have all of you on. And man, I will tell you what I am right now. That pumped me up. And that song sounds so good in my studio headphones. Those bass drops in there. Epic. That's the best way that I can describe them. Uh, we got some more comments coming in. That's what I love about this. And uh, Jermaine says, <laughs> I love that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> he is an awesome, awesome dude. Becca, can you introduce us to everybody that's in the room tonight? I mean, we got a full house here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got um, my husband, um, the bald guy. And uh, Marcus, oh, he plays on. lead guitar. Um, and then we've got Logan, uh, who plays bass. Um, and then um, I'm the lead vocalist, Becca. And then we have one who's not here, which is our drummer. His name is Tristan. Um, and uh, I can't remember. He just wasn't able to make it tonight. But he uh, definitely is here with spirit. And um, But yeah, it's basically, there's just four of us. And uh, we try our best to make up what we have um, as like as what we can. I, at least my husband tries to make us sound good with tra some tracks and, and whatnot, Sometimes, right? You, know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys sound awesome. And uh, Jermaine, he, you answered the question. He's like, where is that awesome drummer of yours? <laughs> yeah, he is somewhere. <laughs> He's just going to make it tonight. Yeah. I think he actually has a friend uh, that came out of town that is visiting. So he is unable to make it with us. But like I said, he, he wishes everything the best for, for everything that's going on. Um, and he loves everything that Lithos Sky is doing. Um, oh, and seen you. a couple of the in interviews. And I think it's really, really, really dope. So Thank you very much. Well, you know what it means is we're just going to have to do it again sometime at a later date <laughs> when you guys drop some new songs. In yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Jermaine says, Logan, <laughs> Logan, flip your hair. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I did too, but I lost mine a while back. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, watching that video, it looked like it was so much fun to produce that. I mean, you're just going all out. It's intense. And, you know, you're throwing some, some demons uh, down, you know, throwing another demon on the Barbie there, you know, and some judgment. It's awesome. But I have to ask the question, who played the swamp monster in that video? Um, my brother did, actually. Um, he is, he hates this nickname, but I call him the Jolly Green Giant because he's actually that <laughs> tall. Um, he is six foot, I want to say six foot four. Um, so All I know yeah. is uh, everyone looks up to him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't like it if anybody's taller than him. It makes it uncomfortable. But uh, yeah, he uh, he played the the small monster in like. It's so funny because what our chokehold T-shirts are actually like based off of the swamp monster. Um, so he's like, I've got, I'm on a shirt, guys, and it's like it's hilarious that he he's like. Um, but he was it, it was really cool up until the point where uh, we had to shoot the scene um where i'm like literally taking the chains and like pulling him backwards because there were a couple of different takes where he actually fell on me um so that was wonderful having him do that and then yeah it that whole night was full of injuries you have to you have to tell him the horse story 
Oh, every time we oh, have to bring up the horror story, I, I I'll, let, I'll let you tell that that, that horror story. Or should no, I? I wasn't. I wasn't there for it. I was gone. Well, by yeah, you guys, you guys had left at that point. So the guys, you know, wimped out. And they're like, oh, "I'm tired." So because we were just finishing up the storyline, so me and Z stayed uh, stayed past. Um, in my defense, like, I had done a lot of driving. Okay. <laughs> like one one thirty in the morning, and where we were shooting, we actually there was actually a couple horses or a few horses um, that were just like walking around the property, and uh, we had had pizza for dinner. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm gonna say this: the 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 video was meant to be more like a campy horror film, right? The property itself was almost like scarier than the video. It was it was very interesting to say the least. Um, but we, I was shooting my scene on the dock, and uh, if you've ever met Zana in real life, uh, you will see how short she really is. Um, and um, she'll probably give me a hard time for saying this, but um, but it was funny because. I we were filming this and like our film crew and me were on the dock and then you see these horses walk up to where the pizza was and they they're literally about to start eating the pizza and you see this small little Z like walking all the way over there and she is like trying to like no no babies like go back and like see the horses the small little person against these big horses these like, were big horses too yeah. I think it was two of them just like pale pale white it was super creepy especially like wow. late at night <laughs> yeah it, was, it, was, it was super super funny but like it was one no, of those baby, no. <laughs> it sounds funny but if you were there it was like the most like hilarious thing ever if you saw it with your own eyes like i can i can still like it's just it's so funny um i love me. i love the behind the scenes because that video is so intense it's very realistic it's not campy at all it just really grabs my attention and that does look like a creepy area yeah and we have worked with zana before she was up here two years ago for get revelation rock fest and she was a blast to work with a, a, a lot of fun you know in this song it's just jam-packed if i can use that phrase jam-packed with oh, yeah. deep lyrical content mm -hmm. where you're not just sugarcoating emotion with, you know, the trite cliches that you hear in a lot of songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You actually describe the sensations. And, and that's what I love about the song. You describe the sensations with these emotions. What is it exactly you're singing about in the song and trying to portray in this video? Well, um, the story is based off of Logan's. Well, the song is based it's off, off of Logan's. Yeah, well, you're pointing that way, but he's like different. Oh, yeah. it's different. <laughs> okay. yeah. Whichever corner he's in, it's based off of him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like me on my screen, he's like the left of me. But um, I'll let kind of Logan explain his testimony a little bit and kind sure. of see the background and then explain a little bit about how Chokehold kind of coincides with that. Um, so, Logan, go ahead. So, Logan, yeah. Yeah, like, like Vega said, like I kind of came up with the concept of the song i didn't really oh it's, it's just me on the screen yeah you're in the spotlight oh yeah i did come up with a kind of concept behind the song and it was i remember it was around a time when uh it was like shortly after uh trey had a uh, sent like a little like demo idea of like this song and i think i think i think the original demo you sent us it just had drums in it i think 
And yeah, uh, originally it was just the drums, and then yeah. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with it, so I just made it into like a nasty breakdown instead. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so around that time, I was like, you know, I'll just kind of like talk about some stuff, just kind of open up a little bit, just about about me and my journey up to this point. And um, so yeah, um, it's uh, inspired by my kind of uh, struggle with like social anxiety and like just kind of always being hesitant on like uh, like talking about things and opening up about things and just stuff like that like i'm i'm very much an introvert and that's like uh, usually like one of the first things that people notice about me so yeah um that's what uh kind of inspired the song like shortly after i like uh kind of uh talked about all that and kind of shared all that becca was like you know what let's we want to write the song about uh about your story about uh your testimony and and that struggle and uh we uh collabed with uh obviously we got zana on the song which super awesome she she absolutely killed it and uh yeah so we we worked with her and uh andrew stanton and uh like writing and actually like putting that part of my story like into song lyrics which yeah it was a super fun process to go through oh no i think your audio cut out yeah i think your audio is out let me do this there we go my audio cut out so there we go am i back you got my audio there we go there we go yeah perfect okay yeah my audio cut out so um i'm back look at that um i think that's what makes the song so powerful is that it's based off of a real testimony it's not just something that you're trying to conceptualize or just writing a song for the sake of writing a song uh when i first heard the song and i saw the video it reminded me of some experiences that i've had not necessarily with social anxiety but actually with sleep paralysis which is something i've experienced and i believe is very demonically induced um wow we're getting some feedback sorry. tonight. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. I had a lot of That's, people going by. Yeah, we oh, okay. straight, so I apologize if you hear anything. That's okay. I thought it would sound like the swamp monster in my head. <laughs> you mentioned the demons. Now they're coming. No, I know. <laughs> it just comes out all over the place. Um, but, you know, the sleep paralysis, everything with the, the weighing down on the chest. I mean, hearing some of the lyrics of the song, it's uh, I'm fighting just to breathe or speak out loud, the weight is breaking my back, I find myself sinking down. Was that something, sleep paralysis, something you were thinking about at all in the song, or did it um, bring that to your mind, or have any of you experienced that? Um, it wasn't really based off of sleep paralysis, so to speak. Like I said, it's very heavily based off of, um, you know, Logan's testimony, but it also brings to light a lot of different things, like, um, you know, we face day-to-day, everyday-to-day demons, and um, the thing is, is that, uh, and I, I've had my fair, ex- fair amount of experiences with the demons. Okay. I'm not saying that I get into that stuff. That's not right. what I'm saying, but yeah. like, you know, I think there are so many people out there that don't believe that, um, demons and angels exist. And yet, and, and a lot of them are Christians. They're like, oh, you know, they're, they don't exist. And everything is like, do you, have you read your Bible? Like, (laughs) but, um, you know, we've had our first share, but the the biggest thing behind the the monster itself and the the resemblance behind it, um, first, first and foremost, you know, talking about uh, speaking out like uh, in his, 
you know, describing what kind of Logan's talking about with social anxiety, I think we've all kind of been there um, to where like, we don't want to ask for help. I've been there where I'm like, I, I can literally, you can ask my husband, I'm one of those people that I like to take the whole world on my shoulders and, and handle it all on my own. Um, and, and, you know, or I just, I, I stay silent about it. And the enemy, and we can even relate this to our faith. We stay silent because especially with the world that we're in, it's like, oh, am I going to offend somebody? Oh, am I going to upset somebody? Right. Um, the enemy wants us to stay silent. And so the swamp monster in the, in kind of represents the demons and breaking the chains because, you know, when we talk about the chokehold in general, the de- like, um, it, it has us, the demons have us in that chokehold, right? Mm-hmm. That we can't speak, we can't speak out. Um, you know, you feel it, uh, you want to speak out, but you can't. Um, so we're bre- that's where the resemblance of the chains breaking. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, to fight this. And um, it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's really interesting how things have kind of worked with that video uh, versus real life because um, you know, I had a lot of experiences with that, with, uh, with Z even, you know, it's like that, t- that texting conversation that I had, uh, in the video on the, on the dock, um, that actually happened with me and her in real life at one point, because, oh, wow. um, it was one of those days I was actually coming back, uh, from dropping a friend off in Nashville and, uh, I was so tired and I was driving by myself going back to Indiana that I was like, okay. And I've already had a long weekend because we were at a festival. We played a festival that weekend. Um, so I stopped at a hotel in Kentucky and I could just feel these, you know, things just coming at me left and right. Um, you know, and um, I was like, I, I had texted her and I said, hey, like I'm struggling. And then I got to, you know, she texted me back, what's going on? And I never responded because I'm like, all right, you know what, I'll just deal with it on my own and then wake up in the morning and then lo and behold, she calls me. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, you didn't respond. What's going on? Like um, things like that actually happen. And it's very relatable to real life. Um, and um, it's kind of one of those things. And, and that's just with multiple people. Um, so yeah, it, it's the, the monster itself is just, is, is kind of like facing it's a resemblance to anybody's demon out there that you're trying to face um as far as trying to break that chokehold shatter that chokehold to what you're in you have the power through jesus christ to fight those demons um and and break the break the uh, chains so um hopefully that makes sense (laughs) it make no it it makes a lot of sense at all and i was thinking today i was kind of pondering these things as I was driving home from work about, you know, okay, the sleep paralysis, the choking and everything like that. And then the real life social anxiety. And I was like, you know what, maybe a lot of the anxiety that we feel is not necessarily all just us in our head, but there's an external force that's kind of triggering. That I believe that fully. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're asleep with the sleep paralysis, you know, you're really you're in a kind of a helpless situation because you're asleep. Yeah. Uh, but you're just more awake during the day. Um, but I really think it's the same uh, that those demons trigger that. And we all have those demons that like to torment us. And that's why I like the end of the video where you put that thing, you know, get the chains around its neck and toss that thing into the water and uh, it's it's gone. And that's what we're going to get to do. Uh, in our glorified bodies when we meet Jesus. We're going to get to judge the angels, both the good ones and the bad ones, and throw some of the bad ones 
on the body. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, I am too. Yeah, there are a few of them that I, I can't wait to get rid of myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did the collaboration with Zana come about? I mean, she's such an awesome person to work with. Yeah. Um, so actually, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to make this as short as I can, but um, it was kind of funny because when we started, my husband and I, when we started recording the day, um, it was one of those things where I was like trying to convince him to be lead vocalist. Um, I had already I had already <laughs> made up my mind because I've done the lead vocalist thing before and it didn't go well for me. Um, it was kind of one of the things where I had, uh, you know, I was inexperienced at the time because it was when I first started. I've been doing music professionally for years now, and um, but I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I had my producers, I had friends, I had people who were just like, uh, yeah, your voice sucks. And so it's like, um, okay. Um, so I was like, I don't want to go through that again. Um, and I don't really think I'm the greatest singer. So I like, and I, I always knew that like, I was a better screamer than I was a singer anyway, but, um, but I, uh, <laughs> it was really funny cause God, I was praying about it one day. Um, and he was like, I didn't call you to sing for them. I called you to sing for me. And I was like, all right, but I'm taking vocal lessons. Shortly <laughs> so, after, I actually found her post. She had just made a post about doing vocal lessons. I was like, okay, um, if that's not God, I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, so I emailed her and I was like, hey, uh, definitely interested in doing vocal lessons. And um, she got back with me and then I ghosted her for a few months. That's <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> They're both terrible at responding to people and like to each other. It's, it's hilarious. But the crazy thing is, if they ever get on the phone, I know she's gone for like two hours. Yeah, yeah. And no joke, she'll be gone it's for inevitable. that long. It's inevitable. Um, but yeah, so what happened was Kingdom Come Fest rolls around, and um, I actually walk up to her merch table and I was like, hey, um, so. I emailed you and she's like, yeah, I remember you. She's like, so you're going to do it? And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. We, uh, we um, started doing lessons and lessons end up going, turning in from one hour sessions to like three, four hour conversations. And um, then we were like, okay. Um, then I was like, one day I was like, all right, cool. Let's move from the lessons. Let's do a feature. And uh we did a feature and it was like, okay, cool. I was like, all right, let's do a music video. All right, cool. And we did a music video, uh, flew her out from Texas all the way to Tennessee. Well, technically to Indianapolis. And then I drove her to Tennessee, but, um, and it, it was just a great time. Honestly, the relationship that I, we never knew that we were going to have through this, uh, it was just really cool how it kind of worked out. And it was all God. It was all God. Like I, never really kind of imagined that was going to happen <laughs> so i honestly go, going into it i was like she's going to tell me i suck like <laughs> so, um but uh you know she's she's helped me out a lot we haven't had session probably like oh like a year and a half probably <laughs> but um you know she's she's still doing it so if you need vocal lessons hit her up um, I'll tell you what, to... she she did a great job because your vocals, Becca, are amazing. And Mary just joined joined the show this evening. Hi, Mary. Welcome, Mary. Hello. 
Great to have you with us. We're having a good time here tonight with Reclaim the Day on Raven's Heart. But Becca, your vocals are just amazing. I really enjoy Thank you. Uh, listening listening to them. Mary says, looking uh, looking amazing, Reclaim the Day. And Jermaine's like, I, I need those lessons. Jermaine, <laughs> yeah, you're awesome. Yes, yes. Give Zana a call for vocal lessons. Maybe she could even do something for me. Who knows? Who knows what yeah. could happen? <laughs> I'm sure she could. She does a lot of she, she does a lot of good work. Um, yeah, she's she a lot does. better vocal coach than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your name for a minute because this is interesting. Mm -hmm. And I found something this morning that I'll share in scripture after you guys share about what this is all about. Reclaim the day. Uh, you, you, it really states your mission, and that is to reclaim things, to take them back. What is it exactly that you're reclaiming while you're proclaiming? Uh-huh, how about that? Ah, Through yeah. your music. Ah, yeah, little, little rhyme. <laughs> Babe, you want to take this one? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so uh, let's see. So honestly, it could be any number of things, but uh, what we typically end up saying is uh, we believe wholeheartedly that a uh, through the power of Jesus Christ, you have the ability through Jesus to reclaim your day from whatever you are going through. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you find yourself in the midst of, you know, hopeless depression, struggling with, you know, lustful thoughts or drug addiction or like anything, any number of things you can be going against, God is still greater. So through the power of Jesus Christ, you can reclaim your day from whatever the enemy is trying to use to steal it from you. So if we can bring God's love into a situation and get them to recognize, hey, Jesus is here. Jesus loves me. Jesus helped me. Jesus will help reclaim my day. Yeah. So, yeah. That is, that, that is so true. And uh, Jermaine says that is so cool. He, he really likes that. I really appreciate that because that's, that's what this is all about. It's about Jesus. And it's about seeing people set free from those chains. Uh, not just from the chains of social anxiety or addictions, but seeing them completely eternally set free so that they can be so that they can be born again. And this this morning I did my deep dive every time before I do one of these editions, I dive into scripture and God showed me something. I was like, I can't believe what I'm looking at, but I can because it's in the word. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's right there. It's in Ephesians chapter five, verses 14 through 16. And I want to encourage you with this tonight. Um, Paul wrote, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming, also means reclaiming, the time because the days are evil. Boy, we are living in evil days today. Yes, there is no, no question about that. Then Paul gives us instruction on how we can reclaim the day. He says a couple things. The first thing is understanding what the will of the Lord is. I think you guys got that figured out. Uh, you know what God's will is in your life, and you're out there and you're doing it. Uh, the second thing is be not drunk with wine, but filled with the Spirit. Sorry, black box. Uh, you know, off to the side, going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, the third thing he says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That is specific instruction from Paul through scripture on how to reclaim the day. It's to make music unto the Lord. And that's exactly what you guys are doing. Hmm. Isn't that cool? 
Right? Love you're, it. Absolutely you're, love it. You're, you're right in there uh, with with what uh, with what the word says. And boy, that's what we have to do today is we have to reclaim our days. We have to take things back because time is getting short and we don't want to waste that time. It's time to be free. And let's talk about freedom. Let's say there's somebody watching or listening and they're struggling with maybe social anxiety, maybe suicidal thoughts, thoughts of depression or just anxiety. And maybe they've even thought that God has turned their back on it, on them, or God's not listening to them, or they don't think that God is real. They, they feel alone in this. What is the first step that they can take to reclaim what has been stolen from them, from Satan? I'd say the first step is surrender. Um, it goes back, uh, I, I actually answered this question um, in an interview earlier this week. And um, the biggest thing, for me, like, uh, if you've heard my solo project, uh, there's a song I have called Give Me Faith. And I wrote that song um, about basically, a, you know, a point in my life where I had lost everything. And I felt so alone. And I literally felt like giving up. Like, I had nothing left to give. Um, I was on the verge of pretty much killing myself. Um, and so I, I knew at that moment, and as I lost everything, I was like, I was actually begging God to kill me. Um, and so I, I, I was like, this is my last attempt, God, like, this is my last attempt at, at, you know, being yours. And I was like, either that or just kill me. Um, and so he basically told me, it's like, lift your hands, um, and surrender everything to me. You have so much that you potential, you have so much that you don't realize that I have for you as a plan. And since I, I should have, without God, I honestly probably would have been six feet under. Um, I would have been dead. Um, but because of him, I have a wonderful husband, a little baby boy. I am close with my family. I've been able to, you know, you know, be in Reclaim the Day, um, things like that. And he has given me chance after chance after chance, um, even though I've messed up so many times, but every single time, the same lesson seems to be surrender. Um, give everything to him because we put put him in control. If we, I, I am one of the biggest people that are like, all right, God, I, like I'll take this. It's like I have to do this. I have to do it this way. I have to do it that way. And then he's like, no, no, no. Like take this. Like let, let give it to me. All right. Um, and I find out when I, <laughs> sometimes I find out the hard way that, and learn my lesson. I'm like, all right, yeah. Okay, I listen, I'm, I'm listening, God. Um, but that's the biggest the biggest step. And, you know, like um, the other thing is to, to, to reach out, get help, um, you know, talk to somebody about it. The, the worst thing that you could do for yourself is hold on to it inside, you know, let it fester. Um, because the more that, the, that you dwell on those feelings, the more the enemy is going to try and break you and destroy you because he is out to kill and destroy you. Um, and steal, kill, and destroy. It's, it's written right there in the Bible. Um, and that that's that's motive, all right? I mean, no, the enemy doesn't want you to go and be a follower uh, of Christ. I mean, follower, not believer. There's a big difference between a believer and a follower. It's true. Um, Even the devil believes in God, but I mean, yeah. he's not exactly going to be in heaven with us. So, yeah. So, but that's, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, surrender. And then talking, reach out to somebody. Don't don't deal with it on your own. Um, so that that's that's my few cents. I don't know if the guys have anything, but 
I do actually. Uh, I think something incredibly important to remind ourselves during those times where perhaps we're deeply struggling with something and perhaps feel very alone is that uh, thankfully God's love and his presence is not dependent on how we feel. So uh, even if we feel like we're alone or feel like he doesn't love us, that doesn't change anything. He has still loved us enough and loves us enough to send his son to die for us. That's a lot deeper of love than we're capable of understanding. And thankfully, if we remind ourselves of that, we can understand that even if we feel alone, that doesn't mean that he's not right there next to us. So if we can remember that and just trust him, just let go and say, I know you're there. I don't feel you. I feel alone, but I'm trusting you're there. Help me. He's faithful. Even when we don't feel it, he's still there. He's still present. We just have to believe and have faith. Absolutely. Yeah. And when I really believe that if you don't feel that he's there, you know, maybe there's somebody that's watching that doesn't even believe in God. Try and ask him. Yep. And you know what? He, he will show up. And Becca, something I want to go back to uh, what you were saying. What I was picking up on there is that isolation is your worst enemy. Um, a lot of times when we feel like we are you know, really down deep, the first thing we want to do is isolate ourselves. So I want you to reiterate what you're saying is that when we feel that isolation coming in, we need to take even just the smallest step to get out of that isolation. Is is that correct? Absolutely. Even if it's reaching out to like uh, a friend or somebody, um, even if it's reaching out, messaging our page, um, we've had fans do that before. Um, you know, like we've, we've stayed after to talk to people that are struggling with very serious things, addictions and things like that uh, after shows just to pray over them. Um, taking that first step is huge, even if it's a very small, but it's huge, honestly. And like, I, I tell this to my students, even, um, you know, the smallest things, um, we can celebrate the small things, um, because honestly, they, they are bigger. All right. Um, so we want to step out of that isolation when we do that. Like that's, that's huge for some people, especially for the introverted people like mm-hmm. that are like, all right, I don't really want to, I want to be in, stay in my bubble. I don't want to talk to anybody, you know, like, um, that, and that's, I mean, <laughs> that's especially like, uh, you know, going back to Chokel, that's the reason, you know, we have the song because especially, you know, talk, basing off Logan's testimony, Logan can tell you, like, um, it was kind of funny because when he first started in the band, he was very, very shy. Um, and, you know, so he now he he's probably the one that you can't get to shut up. Um, <laughs> it's probably, that's literally how it is. It's, it's so true. Um, but it, it's one of those things where, like, it, but it was just, it was a big step for him, you know, going into a band. He wasn't used to, you know, touring. He wasn't used to doing that. He took that big step and, you know, we have times where like we open up to, to each other as a family about things. You know, I'm very open with the guys when I'm struggling it, when I try to be, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, you have to get it out of me at some points, but, um, but it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, isolation will only like that. That's exactly what the enemy wants. You know, he doesn't want us to have, our brothers and sisters in Christ with us because that's strength in numbers. All right. Uh, iron mm-hmm. sharp and iron. Um, and so with that being said, 
<laughs> Logan, Jermaine's comment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you said, with the iron sharpens iron thing, think about it. If you only have the knife, but no, like nothing to sharpen it with, it's going to get dull. <laughs> it's not yeah. getting better without something else there to help. No, it, it, it's not. And Becca was just saying a few minutes ago that the the Satan, the enemy, he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. He's a three-time felon, if you yep. think of it that way. And criminals, the way they like to victimize people is they like to isolate them. So yeah. just think about that. And I really feel prompted to say this because Jermaine kind of helped me go back to this a minute ago. Something just really hit my spirit a few minutes ago when you were talking back up and Jermaine uh, wrote that he has a similar testimony. And I can guarantee you that there's a, nobody's alone. What If you're feeling isolated, you are not alone. You are not the only person that's feeling isolated. There are other people here that, and feeling depressed and feeling like you're just in this all by yourself. We've all been there. And what we're talking about here tonight is not just, hey, you know, let's just believe a cool set of principles about Jesus and go to church. We're talking about real freedom and real deliverance. This stuff is real. It's not like, you know, like, hey, let's just get together and get people all jazzed up about Jesus. No, 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 no. We've all been through these things, and that's why we're able to talk about them. Some of us in deeper, darker spots than others. And the testimonies of, of Reclaim the Day, of these band members, they are real testimonies. And if you are feeling isolated, if you are feeling like you just want to end it all, reach out to them. Becca, how can somebody reach out to you? What is the best way for them to get in contact with you? I, I'm pretty easy to find on Facebook. Just look for the blue hair. Um, <laughs> um, you can you can find my name on Facebook. You can find me. You can email the band, and I, I respond pretty quickly. Um, at least I try to. I get a lot of people messaging me and, and things like that. Um, you know, it, it's very easy to to get a hold of me. Um, and that, like I said, I, I want to be there for our fans and for our supporters. That's the whole reason we're doing this. Um, on a side note, though, I do want to bring this up because uh, with Jermaine in the chat, um, I, I want to talk about Tricord for a second because we did a show with them so in Jacksonville on our tour in July. And I will have to say this, okay? I actually, what Jermaine didn't know is that I was actually struggling with anxiety that night before the show. Um, and, uh, you know, on tours, a lot of things can happen. A lot of things can come at you. A lot of spirits, a lot of things and so for some reason, I, that night, it just got hit that it was almost, a, it, it was very hard for me to even speak. And as a front woman, that's, that's not good. Um, <laughs> we like are not just singing and screaming, but you're also, you know, like, um, you have to let the Lord give, give room for the Lord to speak through you on stage. Um, and so like when the enemy just tries to hit you, but when Tricord came up that night, um, and I, I remember this very, very, like, it, it was just like yesterday. Um, they did the, Jermaine speaking, and then they did You Won't Relent, which is absolutely one of my favorite. Um, I think it was You Won't, was it You I think Won't Relent? I think it was Let It Rain. Or Let It Rain, sorry. It's, there you go, Jesus, yep, that one. Jesus culture, right? I remember it, most of it, okay. But Let It Rain was one of those. <laughs> 
said, I, mm. when I was a worship pastor, my, uh, we did a lot. Um, and it was, it's a very powerful song. And I just remember the, the feeling of like peace that I felt when they were singing and how it just basically, I just became overwhelmed. Like I started crying while they were playing. So, um, you could feel their love for God and you could feel God's presence in the place. It was super cool. Oh yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say, I felt led this to say this to Jermaine, if he's still watching, but um, I just want to say God's using you, man. Like God's using you so, so heavily and so mightily, um, even to uh, us other bands, um, even when we're struggling, like, you know, tour is not an easy thing. All right. When you're going out on the road for a few weeks and like, um, yeah. You had everything come against the tour. Like our our bus was not. It's still in the shop, by the way. Um, and we had a lot of oh, things yeah. coming against that tour, and it was just constant, constant anxiety, like getting from the the, the next show, um, and and things like that. It, it's it's really good to know that there are other bands out there that really are out there for God and not for themselves. And that's very common when a lot of bands are out there. For themselves um it's, it's uh, unfortunate yeah. but um jermaine's the real deal <laughs> he is i love jermaine uh, we actually did a edition together two weeks ago where we broke down a music video and he's worked with us with lithos cry now for several years and he is just i call him bubbles <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he, he just he just lightens up the room hey guys we gotta take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back and i want to get some more reclaimed the day tracks this is conversation that we're having tonight. We'll be back in a flash. Hey, I'm Jennifer um, Benson with the band Ignescent, and we're excited to be at the Hanahan Amphitheater on May 13th, 2023 for Get Revelation Rock Fest. See you there. That's right. Get your tickets at lithoscry.com. And this is something that's going to be going on uh, for many more years to come. And man, I'm really liking this band, Reclaim the Day. We're going to have to talk sometime in the future about uh, about doing some stuff. So uh, we we're, we just have to follow the Lord. We're just starting out with things. This is our third year. So as you know, as things build, um, it takes oh, okay. time. Yeah, it does. It really does. And Go ahead and get your tickets at lithoscry.com for Get Revelation Rockfest. And hey, Sam Montgomery has joined us. Hey, Reclaim the Day. Great to see you on Lithoscry. Hi, Sam. Yo, what's up, dude? Sam, welcome to the live stream this evening. Hey, you guys have another track that I am just antsy to play. <laughs> and it's called Don't Look Back. What is this song about? Um, actually, it's about not looking back to your past. I originally wanted to write this song kind of based, um, like literally, it is very heavily based off of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, mm. But, um, wow. you know, it, it's, but 
I honestly just lyrically, I was trying to find the words to kind of fit that in, but I just couldn't. So I use that kind of, uh, you know, when Lot's wife like is like, hey, don't look back. She turns into a pillar of salt, you know. Um, but at the same time, you can kind of use that as not looking back to your past. I mean, you don't want to look back to your past because um, you're not the same person. You know, we're we're dead to sin, alive in Christ, and so that's uh, that's what this song is really about. Um, we're not who we were, and so um, you know, it's basically talking, you know, from a perspective of us talking to our past, and it's not an easy road to overcome our past because it always is is, is fighting. Um, where it's like, you know, uh, the, the line, I'd be lying if I said it was easy with the trauma, I will always be healing. It's, it's a constant process of healing. Um, so that's okay. basically um, what it's about as far as not looking back to our past and just, you know, finding that healing and continuing on to be alive through Christ and not alive in our own sin and alive who, and who we were in the past. So, yeah, wow. You know, and even Jesus said, don't look back, put your hand to the plow and look forward. And that's so mm -hmm. important for us to do. And wow, thank you everybody for joining. We've got Tim with us and he says, I've heard a few Reclaim the Day songs, but he's going to have to listen to you more. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> this band is awesome. So, hey, let's listen to some more Reclaim the Day. Are we all in for that? This is yes. Don't Look Back. After all this time, my eyes would open up and see the voices in my head mess with my consciousness. I sleep from the truth that sets me free. I can't lie if I said it was easy. Here I don't find 
first saved back in like the stone age uh, <laughs> the, the early 90s you know the, the pastors are like oh you gotta go and listen to this and go get some christian music and everything like that so i got some stuff and i was like i don't like this i, I didn't like it at all <laughs> i was like this is this is horrible and i shied away from it for years and years and years and years but what I'm hearing coming out of bands like yours today, every band that we've interviewed on this live stream over the past four years, I absolutely love it. I, I like it just as much as the stuff that you hear, you know, a, a non-Christian band do. And I'm like, I even like it even more because of the message behind it and the heart behind it. It just, it's, it's just awesome. And that video, I gotta say this, that was amazing. And there's one scene in that video that I like the most, and I got to bring it up on the screen. Here we go. We'll all be able There we go. That's my yeah. That was delicious, by the way. Oh, man. So for those that are listening to us, we've got, it starts out with hash browns with a biscuit. It's Yeah, it's a biscuit. So it's funny because we actually went to, uh, this this specific restaurant is called Metro Diner, and this one was the, the original Metro Diner in Jacksonville, uh, Florida. I actually work um, at uh, you know when I'm not teaching private lessons, music lessons. Um, I'm also on the weekends working as a waitress at a Metro Diner. So, oh, it's so good. <laughs> that's why I was like, okay, let's go to um, let's go to the one in Jacksonville, which is the original one. Um, I do have to say, though, I like I I am a little bit um, <laughs> a little bit partial to my my metro, uh, but you know. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, look at those! Look, look at those! Look at that stack of pancakes right there! I mean, that is oh, just. I mean, we, all of a sudden we've turned into the Food Network here. Right? <laughs> 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 you know, anybody who's gone with me, traveled with me to concerts, and I've traveled to a good number of them, uh, they will tell you when we wake up the next morning, uh, still with partial hearing loss, it's like, we're going to go get ourselves <laughs> some pancakes. I won't, there's nothing oh, like, yeah. you know, oh, Jermaine, yeah. Jermaine will probably agree with this. There's nothing like going to a Nightwish concert and then eating pancakes <laughs> the, the, the uh, next morning. And, you know, we, we're going to give you this. That's Amy, our studio mascot. You get <laughs> her paw of approval, not just for the song, but for that spread on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say Jermaine would agree with me on this. After a concert, Whataburger. 
Oh, water burger. Water burger. Okay. Yeah, we okay. we worked our way into a water burger after that show. Um, after like at midnight, and it was like, worth it. Imagine about thirty people <laughs> walking into a water burger at after midnight inside the dining room. What those poor people were thinking, um, and all these people were dressed up for a rock show, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, what a, what is about to happen?" I felt they so. They were mad. so nice though. Like honestly, I walked up to them and I was like, "I am so sorry." <laughs> 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 True story. There's a there's a um, uh, there's an establishment in, in Tampa that my wife and I went to, and uh, it was late at night. It was like one of the only things that was open. You know the way that it goes. And I just wanted a greasy burger and some fries after the show. Oh, yeah. And then several months later, I see on the news that like one of the guys that was one of the cooks there was arrested as a serial killer. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, I, I was like, Deb, we've been there. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, that's awful. So here we've got some comments on, on the video and, and the food. And we got smiles. Uh, Denny's anyone? No, that spread at Metro oh, Dino is way better than Denny's. And um, that spread is right down my road from Tim Hudson. And Tim also says, Becca, Becca, I am love in love with your screen. Thank eyes. you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> your vocals are amazing. Zama did a really good job. You know, and the thing is, too, uh, you can go through all the lessons that you want, but if you don't have the innate talent or the gifting that God had given you, you can go through all the lessons and still never be able to do what you wanted to do. So you have definite gifting that's in there. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen over the next several years as the band grows and as you grow, Becca. Oh, it's just going to get better and better watching that. And speaking of that, in 2021, you were voted lead vocalist of the year by WVIU Web Radio. Did you ever imagine that? No, then, I honestly never would have imagined it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like when you found out about that? What, what, what was going through your mind? Um, it was kind of crazy because when I saw the nomination, I was like, wait, what me, you know, because for me, you know, like, I'm not your typical and I, I came to when I first started vocal lessons was the I came to her mainly just for my cleans because my screams, I had already refined I spent years refining. Okay, um, I knew what I was doing wrong when I first started. Um, I was doing what was called inhales, which are very, very bad for you. Um, I'm still doing it. Guys. I'm trying to work on that. Yeah. Um, I'm working with him on that. Um, but <laughs> um, but I, I started them off because, you know, like, uh, we had my, my very first band, we had lost our screamers. And I was like, OK, I'm going to take up screaming. And, you know, uh, you realize when you sing or scream, if you cough afterwards, it is a bad sign. So I already knew that, like, uh, on stage after I would scream, I would like to turn around away from the crowd and just go. <laughs> and, <I'd come> <laughs> and I was like, I already knew it was bad, um, but I would do it anyway. Um, and eventually after years, like I'm, I just got used to doing inhales without actually like um, coughing and stuff. And I even knowing it was damaging my voice. Well, um, I actually eventually um, was going in one to the studio with one of my uh, previous bands. And we were going to go record vocals and um which i um kind of featured on their song um but i went ahead and did the this as, as my first exhale track and I eventually i just kind of my exhales from there um but then when i started going into for z it was more like 
Um, I really needed to use my diaphragm better. My biggest thing was singing from my nose because the biggest thing is like, if you spend your whole life talking with your nose, you're going to have a problem singing with your nose. Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, so I needed more control over my, over my tone and she really kind of helped me put a lot of different things in my perspective as far as singing wise and, and, and to my cleans and I, things I never would have known had I not taken lessons with her. And uh, now it's made me not only a better vocalist, but a better vocal coach to my students. And um, it's, it's huge. And um, so I, I, I thank her for that. But when I got the award and the nomination, um, I was like, how? Um, because I don't sound like your typical female rock vocalist. Um, I worked at that for years, even when I started off. I didn't have that rasp. I didn't have a lot of the stuff that the character characteristics to my voice that I started off with because I worked out. She lacked a lot of confidence in her voice because it was very different. But honestly, the uniqueness is what makes them stand out, though. So yeah. if a person can own that and really make it their own, that's what will set them apart from other people. So I think yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. And cool. it's yeah. So it's it, it was it was a huge blessing. And it really kind of like it opened my eyes to see and not only that, but it kind of gave me encouragement to help my students that struggle because almost every one of my students struggle with confidence. And uh, just like I did. And, uh, you know, and sometimes I still do occasionally. Um, but, you know, like I was uh, able to kind of use my testimony as more of a uh, an example. Um, as far as, okay, I started from here where my own producer was saying, t telling my bandmates that I sucked to now I'm getting lead vocalist of the year award. Like you can do it too. And I'm able to tell my, my students and help them build their confidence as well. So it's, it's, it's a really cool thing. That is, that is cool. I apologize. We had a slight drop there for some reason. My computer wanted to tell me what the weather is outside right now. And I really <laughs> care less. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you know, we've been having fun tonight, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy about you guys. You're addressing very serious topics in your music and how to be released from those topics. But while you're addressing these topics, you're having fun. When you all get together as a band, um, do you feel a greater release and freedom of having fun with each other, being around each other? What, what's it like? usually ridiculous <laughs> yeah uh, for sure like definitely uh it's just a lot of fun uh we know that we're all there on the same page uh we know they're there that we are there to glorify god with what we're doing and to hopefully bring some of his love and light into people's lives and we're honored that we get to have a lot of fun while we do it there's usually a lot of shenanigans and just goofing around but uh we stay on track for the most part, and when we don't, that's <laughs> here to remind us to get back on track. So, that. <laughs> I, I'm the mean lady. I'm I'm the mom, I guess. Um, I'd love to hear Logan's take on this. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, Logan. What is the most fun thing about being part of Reclaim the Day? Well, <laughs> um, you know, just the, the usual shenanigans we get into. Like, 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 <laughs> that's one of them <laughs> and uh like yeah just the the little fun little shenanigan things you see in like the don't look back video that's you just like and yeah it's it's a lot of fun 
yeah, that, that's that's really that whole video uh, for Don't Look Back is really a lot of fun to watch. You know, it's almost the end of 2022. It's almost in the can. It's almost a wrap. We're rolling into 2023. What can we expect from Reclaim the Day in 2023? Well, uh, for right now, um, we are working on uh, shooting a new music video. Um, we'll be doing that in kind of like the early 2023 uh, for our song Say Goodbye. Um, and so... Uh, be on the lookout for that when we get the chance to get that. Um, past that, we have a show coming up Mar March 4th in Kokomo, Indiana. Um, and um, we're headlining and having a couple other b bands come on board. Um, I believe Crimson Overtone and Eyes of Flame both are going to be opening for us. Um, but uh, other than that, honestly, we're just kind of seeing how 20, I, we're, we're doing some booking for festivals and stuff. We're seeing how it goes. We had a really busy year this past year, um, really busy. And uh, with a lot of, with the EP release and things, we're going to be doing a lot of writing. Um, and we do already uh, have, I think, about three songs that we've started working on. One of them is almost done. It needs to be professionally recorded, but it's getting there. It's close. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So we can expect new things and greater things in 2023 oh, yeah. from Reclaim the Day. And uh, Mary wants to say that uh, I like how it's there's the weather forecast again. I like how it's the group effort with these guys. Everyone uh, gets a say in what's produced. No one is uh, lost along the way. So there's a lot of leadership that's going on there. As, reclaim the day. You guys are a tight band. There is absolutely no question about it. I look forward to having you guys on again with us and uh, possibly doing some things in the future. And speaking about the future, unfortunately, we're going to have to close out. But guess what? We got a special edition of Raven's Heart from Lithoscribe coming up on Saturday night. Yes. So I'm going to be doing more than splish splash taking a bath all on a Saturday night over here. I'm going, back, <laughs> I'm going to be back online with our friends from Divine Martyr, also from oh, Indiana. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. they just released a new music video. And I could not say no. They're like, Glenn, can we break this down on Raven's Heart? I was like, absolutely. So Saturday night at 8 o'clock, we're going to have a very special edition. We're bringing our friends back from Divine Martyr. And next week, will be our last edition before Christmas. And I have a very special friend, Jennifer, and we're going to talk about the mysteries of Santa Claus. He might be something that uh, we didn't realize. Um, there, there's <laughs> some, uh, some things there that have gotten hidden and distorted. We're reclaiming Santa Claus is what we're doing. Everything's nice. been twisted. You know, this world yeah. just takes everything and twists everything. Um, so I'm going to save that. You're going to have to tune in next Thursday night at eight o'clock as my friend Jennifer comes on and we're going to, uh, dive into some things that maybe you haven't thought about before and going back into some deep history, church okay. history. Like How about that. that? Yeah. So join us for that guys. Thank you so much. Hold on. Uh, while I just close everything out here and let me see. Let me get myself all the way up there. There we go. All these buttons tonight. Hey, until Saturday night when I'm back with uh, Divine Martyr, everybody, thank you for joining us. And until then, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.